Good morning. Welcome to the Cape League Roundup. Good morning, everybody. This is the Cape League Roundup podcast, and we are now officially in the final week of the regular season. And we had a day that I'll call kind of a surprisingly offensive-minded day because there were a couple games that we went in expecting that we'd get, you know, a real pitching display or a more tight game. Instead, we get a uh, game that we're going to start with, the Falmouth Commodores falling to the Cotuit Cuddleers in dominant fashion by Cotuit 16-6. And this game looked like it was going to be pretty close and pretty competitive because after the fourth inning, Katuit was in the lead 5-4, to four, and then between the fifth, sixth, and seventh innings, and really into the ninth inning as well, the Cataliers just bombed the Falmouth Commodores, outscoring them. Let's see, again, it was 5-4 to four at the end of the fourth inning, and so the uh, Cataliers just outscored them 11-2 to two in the fifth to ninth inning to take home a game that very, very likely might put them in the playoffs because these are the last two teams who are fighting for, not officially, but effectively the last open playoff spot on the Cape. This was, this was maybe this was the biggest win of the season for the Cavaliers, who are now sixteen, sixteen and one. Their offense paced by Jace Grady, who had himself a day, four hits, including a home run, three runs batted in, and three runs scored. To improve his batting average to the summer to 313 for the uh, outfielder from Dallas Baptist. He paced the day and they got a lot of other really good contributions. Uh, Eric Brown from Coastal Carolina got four hits in this game as well, also including a home run, drove in two runs, uh, doubles by Kate Trice, Ryan Ritter. Uh, this was a great, great, great offensive game. In truth, they didn't pitch that well. The win ends up going to the last guy who saw the mound, Will Jacobson, who only threw two and a third, but he didn't give up a hit or a run. He walked one and he struck out two, so he really was the most effective pitcher who threw in uh, in the game. Falmouth, uh, they're, they're, they just didn't have it. The loss ends up going to KC Hunts from Mississippi State, who lasted four and a third, gave up six runs, all earned seven hits, walked two and he struck out four and sadly for the Commodores this is very likely the death now for their season as uh, they kept up offensively in the early stretch but they just couldn't get the outs that they needed to in the fifth and sixth to stem some of the bleeding so that's that's just really really unfortunate for the uh, Commodores they're not officially out of it yet they can still turn this around and get a victory uh, today at Katuit and get the opportunity to climb back in. Falmouth is now 14-16-2. and two. Also, this was a really sloppy game. Four errors by Falmouth, three errors by Katuit. I think we're at that point of the summer where there's a lot of tired people because summer ball, wherever you're playing, wherever you're playing is a grind. There's no way you can do summer baseball without it turning at some points into a real challenge to just keep yourself going day in, day out. 
it, it's it's a grind. There's just absolutely no way around it. It is a really tough uh, thing to get up every single day and keep going, keep working, keep uh, keep up with everything that you have to do. Uh, by the way, the best offensive performance for the Commodores is Michael Handel from Garden City, New York, from Fairfield. He ends up getting uh, three hits, including a double, and drives in three runs on the game. So he had the best performance for anybody um, on the Falmouth Commodore offense, which good for him. It does end up being, again, the Commodores are now two games behind Katuit in the win column. So they've got work to do in order to try and dig their way back in. The Commodores are going to be paying a visit to Kotuit uh, tonight. That game is going to be at Lowell Park. 4.30 p.m. is the first pitch. I only have one probable. It's for Falmouth, and it's Adam Stone from Harvard. He'll be getting the start. Uh, this will be his third start, and he's struggled so far, so he's going to have to come up with his best performance of the summer in order to have a uh, real shot at uh, taking down the Katuit Cavaliers. So best of luck to him. And let's get the other matchup that had some real playoff implica- implications out of the way. Brewster hosted Harwich, and in a really slow game. This was three hours, 38 minutes. The Whitecaps ended up winning 8-4, to four, and neither starter ended up figuring into the game. Wyatt Scotty won three innings, gave up four hits, uh, a run that was not earned. He walked one. He didn't strike anybody out, um, so he didn't figure into the decision, nor does Griffin Green, who's been mostly a reliever for the Whitecaps. He gets his first start. He goes four and two-thirds, two runs, one of them earned, three hits, Two walks and five strikeouts. Does a really nice job, the uh, pitcher from Virginia Tech, the most part. But um, in the middle of this game, so Brewster gets the first run in the second inning. They then start trading runs back and forth, one at a time between the fourth and fifth. Harwich gets one in the fourth. Brewster gets one in the fourth. Harwich gets one in the fifth. Brewster gets one in the fifth. Harwich then takes a lead in the seventh and goes up four to three and has the lead going into that last portion of the game. But remember, it's Brewster. By the way, the lead was given to them by the guy who had an offensive day. Actually, only went one for four was Dylan Phillips from Kansas State hitting his fourth home run of the summer and hitting 306. So. He got the biggest hit of the game. Brock Wilkin had two hits and scored two runs. He really had the best offensive day out of anybody on the uh, on the Mariners. The wheels just completely fell apart for Harwich in the bottom half of the eighth inning, in which the uh, Whitecaps played five runs and ended up going from down 4-3 to up 8-4, which ended up being the final score of the game. The win ends up going to John Mikolajczyk, who actually made his debut for the Caps yesterday. He's one of the newest additions from uh, Hofstra down on Long Island, and uh, only threw an inning and two-thirds, didn't give up a run, gave up four hits. He walked one. He didn't strike anybody out, but he got all of the outs that he needed to get, and so the Caps end up winning this game. Uh, Chad Castillo with the best offensive day out of anybody. He scored three runs. He got two hits. He hit a home run to drive in two runs. 
and he got on base with three walks. He was the, in truth, he really was the best uh, offensive performer from California Baptist in the ball game yesterday. So this was this was a great performance for uh, for him. Tony Bullard with two hits and an RBI as well. Jake Thompson with a hit and RBI and two runs scored. It's a good offensive day all the way around, really, for a Whitecaps team that is an opportunistic offense. And the save ends up going to Brendan Girton. He came on in the ninth inning when <clears throat> when the tying run was uh, on deck. So um, it does count as a save situation, and he is awarded with it. And with that, the Whitecaps are one step closer to securing the top overall seed. They are now 21-9-3. They uh, have to win one more game to defeat to uh, secure the top overall seed against the Harwich Mariners, who are now 18, 11, and 4. And the Whitecaps will be facing the Mariners again at 5.30 today. Uh, Michael Prosecchi, the reliever, is actually scheduled to be the starter for the Whitecaps today. Uh, Harwich is going to be hosting, and I don't know who their probable is going to be. Uh, we'll go through these other games pretty quick. It's very unlikely at this point that YD will come back into the Eastern playoff picture, but if they were to win out and win the rest of their games and Harbridge were to lose out on the rest of their games, they could. Uh, and they did help themselves with a 12-2 victory over the Hyannis Harbor Hawks yesterday in which YD won this game early. Four runs in the first and then two runs in the second, third, and fourth. The offense just decided that they were going to put this game away early and give themselves every single opportunity to just dominate. Cody Huff had the best day for YD. He had two home runs out of his four hits, and he scored two runs as well and drove in six runs. Best day on Cape for the uh, Stanford Cardinal. That's a great, great, great day. Uh, The win ends up going to the first reliever out of the bullpen, Ryan Wiltz from St. Mary's in California. Through three innings, two hits, no walks, five Ks. He did extremely well. The starter didn't do bad, bad, that badly. Adam Meyer from the University of British Columbia, uh, which is I always find kind of amazing that we have people from that school. And uh, from, yeah, I always just find it kind of amazing that uh, we find people from everywhere to play on Cape because everyone wants to play on Cape. Uh, Harwich, uh, sorry, not Harwich, Hyannis simply didn't have it, offensively speaking, in this game, and simply didn't have it pitching-wise in this game. The loss ends up going to Adrian Ceravo, who only lasts two innings. He gives up six hits, six runs, five of them earned, and doesn't walk anybody and strikes out three. His weakest pitching performance on Cape so far, that's just a that's a tough way to go. Hyannis now 7-26-0. They've been eliminated for a bit. YD, very much on the outside looking in. They are four games back in the win column and two games back in the loss column. They've won their last two games in a row. If they were to come back at all, they would have to have a really dramatic comeback in them. Uh, But it's not totally impossible. Harwich is, one, I think, one game away from securing a playoff spot. If Harwich wins their game tonight against the Whitecaps, they take care of business, and they eliminate the YD Red Sox from playoff competition. YD, for their part, is going to be at Hyannis. That's their, geographically, actually, their nearest Western team. Patrick Gallagher is scheduled to be the starter. 6 p.m. is the first pitch at McKeon Park. So 
for at least one more day, YD is uh, big, big Whitecaps fans because if they're going to have any shot of making the playoffs this summer, they badly need a victory from the Brewster Whitecaps to defeat Harwich to help them out a little bit. Um, and they have, of course, Whitey has to take care of their own business and get the win against the um, has to get the win against Hyannis again today at McKeon. Uh, Bourne and Wareham. This game doesn't actually figure into playoff implications. Wareham is not going to make the playoffs. Eleven, eighteen, and five is their record after a five to four loss to Bourne, and Bourne has already sewn everything up. But let's do the formalities. The scoring was as such. Bourne with a comeback in this game at Spillane Field. Actually, after three innings, it was 4-1 to one Wareham. Uh, the game was tied up in the seventh with a three-spot by the Braves and one more run in the eighth to put Bourne over the top. Double by Zach Agnos, a triple by Christian Nabsek for the Bourne Braves to power this offensive output. And they overcame a uh, Wareham offense led by Jim Jarvis out of Alabama, who hit a home run in this game. And Jack Brannigan, the DH from Notre Dame, who also hit a home run in this game to uh, get themselves to a victory. Uh, the winner ends up going to Cole Chadoba, originally from Assumption University, but he's transferring to UConn. He's from Oxford, Connecticut. So his third win of the summer, his seventh appearance on Cape. He's done himself a tremendous favor getting a... Uh, getting a much bigger spotlight and doing a really nice job for um, for the Braves this summer. The save ends up going to Eric Adler, his seventh save of the summer, and lo- lowers his ERA to a 0-6-1, putting himself in the running for the uh, league award for the best reliever on the Cape all summer. So it's certainly a worthy uh, performance. The loss ends up going to Hunter Schulperut, the... Uh, pitcher from the University of the Pacific, his second loss consecutively, sadly for him. An inning and two-thirds, a run it wasn't earned, and that's just tough because the only run he gave up wasn't earned. He gave up three hits, a walk, and a K, and that's that's tough because that's his second consecutive loss, and both games he lost, he did not give up an earned run. That's just tough, man. That really, that's just tough. So that's how that ends up working itself out. Uh, again, Wareham has, sadly for them, been eliminated from the playoffs. Bourne and Wareham are going to play at Duran Park tonight. Jake Bennett is going to get the start for the Braves, looking for his first win of the summer and actually six appearances and five starts. Meanwhile, I don't have a probable yet for the Gatemen, so, but they're playing out the string at this point. And one other game that was played last night between the Chatham A's and the Orleans Firebirds. Drew the biggest crowd of 2,359 people at that game last night, and this was a 5-3 victory by Chatham to defeat the Orleans Firebirds. Chatham scored all of their runs one at a time, one in the first, third, fourth, fifth, and eighth to get their five runs. Orleans did not play a clean game in this one. Four errors. Orleans started off well, two runs in the top half of the first inning and one more in the fifth which made it, at the time, a 4-3 game. It ended up being 5-3 with the last run being tacked on. No home runs hit in this game, which is kind of surprising for both of these teams. The win ends up going to Alexander McFarland from Miami. He went five innings, gave up five hits, three runs, walked three, struck out four. 
but he managed to keep his team in the lead. The loss ends up going to Max Rajek from UCLA, his third loss, sadly, of the summer. Five innings, four hits, three, uh, six, five innings, four runs, three of them earned six hits, two walks, four Ks. And the offense for the day really paced. Actually, the probably the best offensive performance, Trey Harmon from Stetson, had three hits, including a double, and drove in two runs from Somerset, Kentucky. That's the best offensive uh, day for anyone on the Orleans side of things. Really the best offensive performance for anyone on Chatham is Nolan McLean. Uh, he had two hits. He drove in two runs. Both of his hits were just singles, but you certainly take whatever kind of offensive day you possibly can get and there was a save to be had in this game and it was gotten by Cade Bragg from Weatherford College to secure the uh, victory for the Chatham Anglers who are going to be taking on the Firebirds at Eldridge Park tonight that'll be 7 p.m. first pitch that's the latest start on the Cape for anybody today I don't have probables for either side also, sadly, this game doesn't really have any more playoff implications because both of these teams have been effectively knocked out of playoff competition. So, the games with impacts on the playoffs. falmouth Katuit. If Katuit wins this game, they effectively lock up a spot because Falmouth will, at that point, only have three more games to try and come back in. They would have to win out, and Katuit would have to lose out for that to uh, stay as is, for that to, for that to change. So... If Katuit wins, they will secure themselves a playoff spot effectively today. If Falmouth wins, then we have a interest, more interesting couple of days. If Brewster wins their game today, they will secure the top overall seed in the East. If Harwich wins, then they have to wait a little bit longer in order to do that at least, and Harwich is still in the running for that. So those are your games with playoff implications, but you can't really go wrong with going to McKeon Park or to Eldridge or to Dorian Park to see these other games as well. They're they're fun games, they're enjoyable competitions, and it's worth it's worthwhile seeing it even if they don't have uh, playoff implications at this point in time. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Cape League Roundup podcast. We hope you enjoyed it and got some knowledge and some usefulness out of it. I'm Chris Lynch. We hope you enjoy yourselves today. Get outside, enjoy some sun, and enjoy some baseball. <music>